Welcome, everybody, to Cinnaminute. This is Vinny High Life. As always, I am with Franco. Franco, how's uh, how's tricks? How's things going here? Yeah, tricks, as always, are just for kids. You know, I, I always used to get so upset at those commercials as a kid. Maybe it was just overly sensitive, but I felt it was so unfair for them not to give that rabbit any cereal. There's, there's no reason not to give it to him. Now, did, did tricks come with like a toy at all? Uh, maybe sometimes. I love them. They always suckered me with the toys. Always, always, always. Yes, I would absolutely. cry for those things. And there was a bread. I want to say it was my, my, what kind of bread did you, uh, did your mom buy? I'm assuming your mom went grocery shopping like mine did. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. but what, what bread was the, was the bread that you always bought? Oh, I can't. Agostino? Oh, it was the Italian one, those slices with the seeds on it? Yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, we went to that one eventually when we were older, but she, oh, my mom always did um, Wonder Bread. Like, you know, just white Wonder Bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I had that too, of course, yeah. I would bug her for, and I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm pretty sure it was this kind of bread. I would bug her for uh, Tasty Bread. You know this one? Like Tasty Cakes, but they would have Tasty Bread. Yeah, so vaguely, yes. And at the, at the end of the bread, you know, the, 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 like the, the butt end that nobody eats, they would have like a sticker. It was a DC comics, like, um, stick. Charlie might know this one, like a DC comics sticker that it would be like the, like the flash or, or, uh, who have Batman, whatever. And it would come with one, like a, like a, like a little card. And I would bug her for that so much. Like these little things that, and she would buy it for me like every now and then because she didn't want like the bread, um, that, um, that they trick kids into like to try and like all, buy all things. Our food. Yeah. It seemed like all our junk food back then had free things on the baseball cards, like any like Drake's cakes or anything like that had baseball cards on the box and you cut them out of the box. Oh yes. Terrible. Horrible <laughs> quality worth nothing, nothing but nothing. You know, we had to keep buying ding ring dings so I could get the whole collection. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't even know if they do that anymore, but speaking of cinnamon, I, I did tell you I bought cinnamon uh, toast crunch this week. Uh, so this is the Cinnaminute. I've not had my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Maybe by next week I will. Anyway, we want to keep true to the Cinnaminute and keep it short. Uh, so, Franco, we, do we have an email this week? We do. We've heard, finally heard from our longtime listener and favorite Canadian, uh, Zane, Canada Zane. All right. Here he goes. Uh, Zane says, uh, Dear Vinny and Frank, it clearly takes more than a worldwide pandemic to slow any sinning from you guys. True. I've, if anything, my sinning has increased, I think. <laughs> With the new Sinner Minute, which I've been really enjoying as a, everyone, I'm never at a loss for more Cinetology approved takes. Just to start with a quick plug, I edited a short with a vaguely Brown Bunny inspired anime music video recently that I call Motorcycle Boy, and I think you guys might dig it. Check it out. Uh, Frank, is it okay if you put that link for everybody? Because I, I really dug it, what he did. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly. Um, I, I like gladly it. promote anything that Zane does. Yeah, talented guy. Yeah. It's not easy for me to like things, so I appreciate that. It's not. <laughs> I've been really enjoying you guys' uh, Scorsese distillery. I'm, of course, familiar with the big classics, but to hear some takes on his deeper cuts has been fascinating. I'm especially interested in New York, New York. Yes, it's good, which I hadn't really heard much about before you guys men uh, mentioning it. Since that whole era of these great new, uh, new Hollywood directors suddenly flopping is very fascinating to me. And with... Uh, one from the heart being one of my all-time favorites. I think New York, New York will be right up my alley. Yes, it will be. Also, like, you know, it's also a callback to me. I'm sorry to, like, go away from Zane's email to things like La La Land. Like, that kind of film uh, kind of remind me of I, I, Did you like La La Land? Yes, very much. 
uh, similar film. Oh, before, you, before you go um, on, I'm sorry. Um, just quickly, this is exactly why we're doing this to introduce people to those, you know, lesser seen movies. And if yeah. someone could be introduced to lesser seen Scorsese, then I think right. our job, um, we did our job. Yeah, and we're older. Like, I keep forgetting. I keep thinking I'm 19. I'm not. I'm really old, and I've seen a lot. And uh, hopefully, if you're willing to listen, uh, then uh, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll pay attention to 10% of what I say. I recently sent my restore to a similar film from that era, John G. Avildsen's film he made uh, right after Rocky, Slow Dancing in the Big City. The film's a sugary, sweet little romance from Paul Sorvino and a dancer played by an actual ballet dancer um, that had never been released on any form. It's interesting. I hadn't read all his full email yet of home media because it flopped so bad. And when it came out, I had to pay some hawker 25 for a crappy VHS recording of the film uh, showed on TV a long time ago, but also managed to track down a recording of a Russian dub pocket <laughs> movie in much higher quality. Since the copy this is fascinating, it, isn't it? Yes, at different speeds and had some weird timing differences due to the dub. I had to sync the audio from the first copy with the Russian copies, video shot for shot. My music video editing experience finally paid off, and I've now thrown the movie on YouTube so people don't have to pay some scumbag for an inferior copy. <laughs> in case you're wondering, although this is fascinating, I mean, he he is like. Uh, sorry, uh, Zane, to say this. I mean, there's Scorsese who does this, you know, film restoration. And then there's Zane at a, at a different scale, I'll say, than Scorsese. You know, I think it's fair to say um, uh, uh, doing the same thing, which is incredible. I have down thrown the movie on YouTube. Uh, I won't bother linking it because honestly, the film isn't even worth your guys' time. <laughs> but I'd share this little story because it's so really relevant to bring up. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Speaking of making lost films uh, lore public, I realized I totally forgot to bring uh, up to you guys uh, that I bought probably a photocopy of the original screenplay for Buffalo 66, which was previously totally unavailable online. To tie all this uh, talk of media archaeology into a potential center minute question, are there any films that are either totally unavailable or only available in a mangled form that you guys think we've uh, uh, would have been great to see and i'm skipping because he's talking about christina ricci and some things on on, on the buffalo 66 and it's funny because when i bought uh, from vincent gallo's website the uh, combo buffalo 66 and uh, brown bunny you know it was similar like i had to like go on the computer and i had to get the japanese version and i had to like reconfigure my computer to like read the dvd and record it was this whole thing and it's interesting because uh, buffalo 66 isn't that much different but um there is editing in uh, uh brown bunny where they like take away the 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 uh the 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 scenes of genitalia basically like they 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 uh, uh scan them out kind of you know digitize it which i thought was interesting um because it becomes then like a different film like a lost film like he's talking about right so he asked specifically for any mangled or damaged films what did you what did you how did you interpret that because i um i i went more for um unavailable films I couldn't think of any like damaged film necessarily. Uh, I went for unavailable films. You know, the, the greatest example, um, the most famous example, I should say, is the Jerry Lewis Nazi clown movie, The Day the Clown right. Cried. The movie that maybe no one will ever see. But, you know, I don't necessarily... I mean, I would definitely watch it. Um, I've always, always wanted to see the 1994 Fantastic Four movie because, you know, it's legendarily horrible. But for me, the, my pick for a um, movie that was made in not release or it might have shown at some film festivals but i've always been fascinated to see is the brave johnny depp's directorial i think maybe his only movie direct um johnny depp directed it marlon brando's in it as well and so johnny depp plays um, a native american again because you know 
That's what he does. He was, you know, his poor. He, he can't support his family, so he agrees to be in a snuff film. It's it's supposed to be horrible, but I'm dying to see it. I would love to. Zane, find me a copy. I would love to watch it. So is that because it was reviewed by you know like like early audiences, and they were just like, no, let's just shelve this. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's that was it. And I think the subject matter again. I don't know what he showed, how graphic it may have been, but. If this is the 90s. This is when I was like full on Johnny Depp fanboy and like I wanted to see everything he did. So it's always stuck with me because at that time I wanted to see it and it was supposed to come out and then they pulled it. And the fact that I was never able to see something that was close to seeing has always kind of just stuck with me. And you're saying that part of it is because he was becoming a celebrity and in this movie, is he is he nude in the movie? It could be. I don't know. I'm not sure. Interesting. I, don't, I, I don't know many people who've actually seen it. It's interesting because, like, at the same time, wasn't Jennifer Aniston in somebody? Maybe it was her. Was in movies as a younger actress, and it was like softcore porn, and they tried to like block it, and then people put it out because it's her, and they made money off of it. You remember this? Is this is is this that Jennifer Aniston or is it somebody else? Might have been so. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. It's that's like a common Hollywood story. There's also also a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Tobey Maguire that um they were na- nude in it was like a very sexual movie no i don't, I don't think they were together I'm not, it might be but um they i think from what i've heard they've had that movie pulled interesting and how it, how, how, the, how yeah. the men get get it to be like pulled and the right. women are suffering where it's gonna go get out that's ridiculous to me and the other movie i wrote down just it wasn't it was made but not the way i wanted to be made and it's impossible now but I, i've always of course wanted to see stanley kubrick's version of ai right oh that's an excellent uh choice right there what'd you put yeah. it what'd you pick well i had a different i had a hard time with this because uh, you know uh movies to be restored uh, tough to say um i i, I researched like a, a ton of movies in different ways and um you know i have i put, brought broke it down into four categories you gotta keep in mind I'm old, right? Older. So uh, when I was a kid, I mean, not necessarily to you, but when I was a kid, you know, you'd see something on TV and then it was gone. Like they didn't put it on VHS. They didn't put it on DVD. There was no YouTube. There was none of that. So for years, you're like, I remember this thing. There's no way for me to see it. How can I ever see it? I just thought of one when you said that, but go on. What was it? it? Uh, Yes. It was this movie. It was on back in New York. It was on, um, probably channel 11 it was like one of these saturday afternoon horror movies it was called gargoyles (laughs) it was i i just there was a scene in the movie that just stuck with me for years it was like these gargoyles like these monsters like in the desert and somebody was in a a motel room and they're in bed and they look down in the middle of the night they look down the end of the bed and it's a gargoyle standing there looking at them and I, as a kid, there's one of those images that just sticks with you. That's oh, I thought of another one. This is a movie that I've actually looked for, and I had to pull it off of. Um, I think I finally got it off of YouTube, and it's a really terrible version. It's um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Guillermo del Toro remade it. Yeah, and I didn't even want to watch it. It's um, about this like suburban couple, in like it's in the 70s. It was a TV movie, and they um they bought an old house and there was this like um a grate in like the basement or something that came undone and these little tiny creatures came out these like little tiny like gray black 
looking creatures and they would just they would just pop up in the house from time to time and the wife was the only one who saw them and the end of the movie they they finally like all ganged up on her and dragged her down into like the into the uh, the vent system uh-huh. to hell or whatever oh keep talking I'm, I'm gonna look up the name of it. it wasn't called the gate was it no it wasn't the gate it was on um, don't don't be afraid of the dark, maybe. Continue. I'll look it up. One yeah. one of mine was a little maybe younger than that, and again, th- th- this thing I believe it's on YouTube. I haven't looked it up in a while. I probably should have. Um, and it was called Animal Olympics. I don't know if you remember Animal Olympics. <laughs> the Laugh Olympics? No, Animal Olympics. Bro. Oh, I, Animal Olympics. What is it? Is a cartoon. Did you say bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> Animal Olympics is a cartoon. I want to say like the same kind of people that did like heavy metal. Maybe it's not the same people, but it's like that time period. It's like 182. It's not that dark as heavy metal, but it's, it's like a kid's cartoon about animals going to the Olympics, having an animal Olympics. And they all from all over the world and they all have special abilities and they all have like this thing. And um, it's like, it's, it's the voices of, and I should have had it up, but it's the voices of that time period. So it's like, it's like Billy Crystal is a voice. I want to say John Belushi is a voice. It is um, Gilda Radner, Billy Crystal, Harry Shear, and that's that's I've all they've heard of this. That's all they list. Uh, you've got to look. It is so. I loved it as a kid. I did, and it's it's so bizarre. Uh, oh, it's Steven Lisberger directed it. That's right. Steven Lisberger, of course, is the director of Tron and Tron Legacy. Uh, so I loved it as a kid, and it was never shown again. And I remember coming back from college flipping around cable and it was on Bravo or something. I'm like, what the hell? Like I couldn't find a videotape. I couldn't record. It wasn't on DVD. It was on nothing. So, um, just fascinating. Um, and it says it's, it says you can watch it or buy it on prime video for two 99. It might be on YouTube. It might not, but I just remember like one scene in particular and it, it shows like, I don't know, maybe my romantic side, maybe these, these two characters. They're like, a I think it's a goat and a Puma. I want to say, and the Puma is the girl and the goat is the guy. And they're both cross country runners and they're both in competition the whole time. And at the, I don't want to give away the end, but in the end it's like through the competition and the conflict, they find love. (laughs) It's just, it's a bit. So that's my like hidden gem that I know is available, but as it for like 20, 30 years, I couldn't find this thing. And it's, it's available on prime now. So you know, when Zane says things that are gone, a lot of these come back in some way. I'd have to look it up. The other one that's, again, a hard to find thing that I really, it, sometimes it's hard to find and you and you see it and you're like, oh, this is why this was gone for so long. <laughs> and it, it, it's funny that Zane brings this up and you bring up uh, Johnny Depp and it's uh, uh, Arizona Dream, right? <laughs> oh, great guess. Great call. And, it, and that's Johnny Depp and Vincent Gallo in a movie together. Um, and I was always like, because I wanted to watch every Gallo movie, and I saw this one. I'm like, I, I haven't seen it, haven't seen it. It was on YouTube. It is currently on Amazon for $1.99 also. But for years, it wasn't. And I remember seeing it, a very bad copy of it. Um, and uh, I don't think it's good. I want to rewatch it. Again, I watch it just for Gallo. I could care less about the movie. And he's Gallo. He's awesome. So whatever. Uh, the, 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 and I have uh, two others. One is, uh, and that was a hard to find in a before YouTube version. The other one is, unreleased and i'm gonna go with the one that you mentioned because it's the classic version of things and that's the day the the clown cried uh, just because i know how strict like uh 
um, uh, Jerry Lewis was about this movie, uh, a, a clown in the Holocaust trying to make kids laugh before they go to the gas chamber. The, it's it's such a terrible idea, and and I'm sure he did it with just the best intentions, and then realized, nah, this is I got to trash this, and it's somewhere. Maybe never be released. Maybe be released. I'm sure if we watched it, it would be like that was not worth releasing because there's a reason for these not to be released. So that's my unreleased version, and the last one is unfinished. And I went the Kubrick route as well as you did. And that is for Napoleon because I know how much time and effort he put into Napoleon and it was never made and it may never be made. Um, I really like the idea of films that are about these great heroes that we can think of. Like there's always been this Aronofsky possibility of doing a George Washington movie again, maybe put time into it. Won't be made. Will be who knows. Uh, But Napoleon certainly is one of them for me that uh, I would love to see, you know, one day. So those, those are mine. Uh, Cinder Minute is a little long. Well, yeah, Cinder Minute, um, almost the length of a full episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Getting longer and longer. No, um, um, it's great. It was a really good discussion. Thank you, Zane, for the email and then the prompt. Yeah, and I thought of things as, as the episode was um, happening. I thought of it live. You got a live look at me thinking. So congratulations. That's a little bonus in, in the bonus. If anyone else wants to give us a question, how can they do that? Cinetology podcast at gmail.com. Cinetology podcast at gmail.com and at Cinetology on Instagram. All right. We, we will be back on Tuesday for our next episode. Until then, thank you for listening. Sit on. Cinetology.